is it your first time dealing with grief yeah it was yeah how, how was that like I mean, actually, I wouldn't really say it's my first time because I did lose my paternal grandmother. Yeah. That was a couple of years ago when I was, like, in college. But that didn't really hit me the way when I lost my mum because, obviously, at the time when I lost my mum, it was such a, at such a short notice. And I felt like, I don't know, like, it was just a lot of mixed emotions I was angry at a lot of things. I just wish that, you know, I could turn back the hands of time. There's a lot of factors, really. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's usually mixed emotions are kind of often common. Obviously, obviously it depends on the relationship, you know, everyone has with that person they've, they've lost. But I think yeah. I definitely remember anger at one point, though. And it wasn't even, I think it was anger... At certain certain people, like certain people, I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is not that it was their fault, but I was just, I was angry in the sense of like, why? I don't know. I think it was misplaced anger, but I just remember like a sense of a lot of anger. But but it didn't last too long. Though. I think after a while, I kind of um, came to like my senses a bit, and I think it was it was more so just emotions kind of clouded, taken over, and just I was just exhibiting as anger, like. Um, but I think no, I was holding I think I feel like for me I was holding holding on to anger for quite a long time because it's like my mum was practically basically my best friend you get like I could literally tell her anything and you know the most painful part of it and probably what even triggered me or what even made me more angry about the whole situation was that on the day when she died I actually saw the sand you get yeah that's yeah I'm going I'm in a meeting. Oh. Just letting you know I'm in a meeting. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. No, no, it's all right. No worries. <laughs> Your eyes, you give so, me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like, kill me. Be... I don't kill me, man. I swear. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Where, where were you? Yeah, so um, I actually saw the signs. And when I say signs, I'll give you like a little, I don't know if I, okay, let me just say, I'll give you like a little um, backup story. So, the time when my mum, I think, actually, shall I start from when I actually found out when she died? I mean, when she had um, the sickness. Yeah, just start wherever you're comfortable with, you know. Okay, so I will start, um, this happened, well, this started July 2018. This was like on the week of my graduation, my undergraduate graduation. So um, we went to Northampton, it was all good, it was all fine, whatever. Then I think about... A couple of days later, my mom was like, how she's not feeling well, whatever, and um, how she has a pain in her, she's feeling like a sharp pain in her lower abdomen kind of thing. So obviously she's a nurse as well, so she was in full time and all of that stuff. So um, what had happened was my dad was like, oh, why don't you just go to the hospital and get checked? Da, 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 da. So I think this was like Sunday after church now. And me, I was getting ready to go to um, Pitch Sunday with the girls, you get. So um, I was like to my mum, mum, do you want me to follow you to the hospital? She's like, no, it's fine, Dory, I'll be okay. Like, she was actually okay. Like, she was able to drive to the hospital herself. Like, we don't live too far from the hospital anyway. So um, I was like, cool, like, I'll definitely call you or text you so you can, like, keep me updated with what's going on. So um, I think that day she went to the hospital and um, 
she's there till like evening or so. So I've come back from Fit Sunday now. My dad's like, oh, um, your mum's not yet back. Da, 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 da. Only for her to find out that, you know, they detained her in the hospital to say that she has to stay back because they need to run like more tests and stuff like that. So one day turned to like a week and a bit in the hospital. So um, we, that's when we actually found out that she had cancer of the gallbladder. And um, at the time when we found out, it was already on stage three. I think that's the last stage, right? Stage three is the last stage, I believe. Yeah. So we already found out that was literally the last stage. That, and they were like, to us, there's nothing we can do about it. We can't operate on it. Um, the only thing that they can do at the moment is to basically to offer her chemotherapy. So I was just confused because I was just like, cancer I don't understand like no symptoms whatsoever like she's she goes to work all the time he's literally the one that's always telling us oh you know always go get checks do this do that like even if I'm not feeling well whatever she'll be like okay um you know she'll be telling me what medications to take or all of that stuff so it's like for someone that's practically you know on all of us about our health and whatever and then all of a sudden cancer hits you so I'm thinking I I don't understand like what's going on so I just had a lot of questions to ask that day because I, I just didn't understand it. And I was like, but what are the symptoms of this type of cancer anyway? Because from what I researched, it was a very rare cancer, but an aggressive one. So, yeah, I mean, it was a short, all of this happened within a short period of time. Like before you know it, they even referred her to um, the hospice. Like it was crazy. She get referred mm. to the cancer. I mean, cancer uh, center in um, London Bridge. Just everything just happened so quick, and even yeah, like and you know the way African parents are when you're going through stuff like this. More time, they don't really want to allow people to know what's really going on with um like with them. And obviously, you might let one or two of your family know what's going on and then you know they're like okay cool I know this pastor in so safe place I know this person that can help da, 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 da. so you know during that period we we're going to church you know not like it wasn't good we we'll go to church every day like we'll go to church three days a week three, three times a week sorry so, I mean she was a very religious person like out of everybody in the family my mom's a very religious person so I just I just had so many like questions to ask so many mixed emotions everything really and then um fast forward to I think the point where my dad was like you know what we're going to Nigeria and I was thinking what are we going to be in Nigeria for like, I don't understand because at this point the cancer is becoming more aggressive on her work to the point where she can't stand for too long she can't yeah. walk for too long all of that stuff sorry yeah. what was it what did he say go to Nigeria as a way to get treatment there or or something no it was basically to go see like a medical to see what they can do about the situation like I said African parents they're very spiritual they believe that you know with God all things are possible like we can there's a remedy like there's a solution for everything basically so I think we went to yeah we went to Nigeria for about 10 days or so and I'm not gonna lie to you when we were in Nigeria my, my mom actually felt a lot better she actually okay. felt a lot better, you know. And even when I was in Nigeria, I was like to mom, my mom, mom, I, I feel like, because you're in Nigeria, I feel like it's only right you go to Benin and go see your mom. Let her just see you one more time, because it's been oh, years. Oh, are you, are you, are you Benin? 
Yeah, I am. Oh, swear down. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm been into it. But anyway, yeah, swear. Yeah, continue. I'm gonna come. I'll come to that later. Ah, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> Your face like... looks familiar, <laughs> but you know, we we, we do right, that cool, later. cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, right, cool. yeah. So my mum was like, "Nah, she don't want her mum because if her mum sees her the way she is, she's just gonna collapse. Like she's she's not on it." I was like. To be honest, it's basically now or never. She get yeah, you might as well just do it, and um, yeah, she didn't go. We didn't basically we didn't go sipping in to see you. her mum. She said she's she's not doing that, but her brother did come down to see for himself and all that. And after that, we came back to London. So um, now she's back in London now, and it's like it came even much more. It became more worse. So it's like we're all. Cup- constantly like it became it actually became a routine literally till um I think yeah till October which was the I think the first or second week when my mum passed away because I remember I was even like to my mum mum do you think I should put my master's on hold because honestly I don't mind just taking a gap year before I start my master's to look after you I was like no 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 just continue with your master's don't worry about me I'll be fine I'm like are you sure she's like yeah I'm sure I'm like, okay cool so I started my master's and um thankfully my mum's sister my auntie was here to look after her my dad was here as well so I mean she had a very good support system a lot of people around her in it mm-hmm. so it was fine and then um now fast forward to the day when she actually died which was the day when I went to uni I remember actually let me what the day before she died actually she was actually fine like you know we had church members come to visit her in the hospital sorry guys <clears throat> let me drink water no i should take your time man mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay fine so um yeah so i think yeah that day we had church members come to see her in the hospital she was absolutely fine you know she was laughing kiki ha ha whatever you know busting jokes with all of us everything was fine do you get so now I think that day yeah that was the 7th of October because the 7th of October I remember it was on Sunday and we're supposed to go to Burner Boys concert me and my sister and the rest of the girls and I remember that day I wasn't feeling it like I was sleeping literally beside my mum and I think it was like approaching maybe like four or five in the afternoon and my mum just tapped me. She was like, go home. It's fine. Like, I'll be fine. Go home. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's cool. And then let me just go home. And I remember my sister was getting ready. She was like, oh, you're not coming. I just didn't feel like going. Like, I don't know where it is because usually I'm the type of person that likes to go out to events and, you know, you know, live my best life or whatever. But mm. that day... I was just strained. I don't know where it is, but I was just strained. But cool, I still managed to go to Burner Boys concert. And the next day now, which is the 8th of um, October, I went to the uni that day because I was going to uni in commentary. <clears throat> so um, I finished, finished lectures now and I was on the phone to a friend. So um, I was just talking to my friend, walking to the station, and I kid you not, I literally fell down on the floor out of nowhere it's not even like I buckled or anything like that I'm like I don't know but something don't feel right today do you get like yeah. I don't know like I don't know what it is and my friend was like Tracy like you're, you're bugging trust me it's okay just be coming be coming to London okay cool 
So I got to the Coventry station. Now I'm waiting for my train that's taking me back to London Eastern. And then um, I saw a lady running, like basically running on a platform to try to get, um, to try to catch her train that was going the other way. And she too fell down on the platform, like literally face on flat on the ground. And I saw that, and I'm like, what? What? That's your, weird. Your, I'm like, your friend. Oh, another lady. No, not my friend. So, and another lady, like uh, oh, okay. somebody, another you, you get. So I was thinking that's weird. And I and I'm telling him on the phone like somebody just fell down literally right in front of me, and you're telling me I'm bugging. Like I don't know, but something just don't feel right. She yeah, and just like Tracy, you're thinking about it too much. Let it go. It's okay. Cool. Okay. So I've arrived at London Euston now, and I got off the train. I mean, somebody else literally fell the right in front of. Whoa, me. what's that's yeah, that's a bit eerie. Let's be honest. Like, how many people do you see fall down on a normal day? Let's be honest. How many people do you see fall down on a normal day? I I I can't tell you the last time I've seen someone fall down. Ben, when was right. last time you see someone fall down? Right, exactly what? my point. Exactly, <laughs> ne- never in it. It's it's mad. Let alone let alone three two people. Yeah, I'm not... Including yeah, three myself. People. Yeah, three people. Including nah, myself. And I was like, nah, no one can't tell me shit. I know what, I, I know what I'm feeling. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm, I'm, now, I'm now thinking, oh, should I just go straight home or should I just um, go straight to the hospital and then, you know, spend time with her and then make my way home and just rest for the night? I was just thinking, I was thinking, you know what? I'm outside already. Let me just go straight to the hospital. Okay, so I've gone to the hospital now, and that's when I literally just saw the biggest shock of my life. Like, mom, all of a sudden, my mom is now on oxygen, and I was a bit back, and I'm like, hmm, somebody that was kiki and ha you know, she was absolutely fine the previous day when we were with her. How's it all of a sudden you're on oxygen? Like, I, I just couldn't process the whole situation, and I felt like, um, I think. A month before, so I remember the doctors was telling us, "Uh, there's gonna be a time or a point where my mom's gonna be in a state of confusion where she don't know what's literally going on around her." Mm. And obviously, like they'll tell you all of these stuff here, but I won't try to hear it. Do you get? But, but what, thinking, what? Why did they say that though? I thought no, because I feel like it's mandatory for them to tell you what we happened because obviously, at this point in time. Her cancer is literally on the last stage. There's nothing no one can do about it. It can't be afraid anything. They've referred her or transferred her to the hospice. Yeah. Hospice is contacting everything. So I feel like before anyone passes away, they, they're meant to tell you what happens. Do you get? So that's yeah. what the doctors was basically trying to tell us. But I'm not going to lie. It wasn't sinking in my head. I weren't trying to hear what she's got to say because I was just emotionally everywhere. Do you get? Mm. So... I was all over the place. I wasn't trying to hear it. So obviously at that time, I, on the day when I saw her, when she was on oxygen, I didn't even think to remember, oh yeah, she's in a state of confusion. Like she's about to go. All of that didn't, it didn't, um, I didn't remember all of that stuff. Do you get? So obviously I'm like, hello mum. And my mum practically literally staring at my face. Like, who, who are you? I don't know you from anywhere kind of mm. thing. I'm holding the hand. She's not even holding my hand back. Like, at that point, and she's literally breathing in and out so fast, basically trying to, you know, fighting for her life, all, all of that stuff. On uh, to be honest, I couldn't even stay 
stay in the room. Literally, I couldn't. I just walked out of the room and I was like, where's my sister? Have you guys heard from her? They said she came in the morning. She left for uni. No one hasn't heard from her. Okay. So I think I was trying to reach this girl for like a good two hours. Like I called this girl like over 50 times that day because I hadn't known that she came to see my mum. And we we didn't know that the, that's when the um, crisis started, basically. And she she didn't know either in it, so she was just thinking, "Mum don't want to talk to me." Da 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 da. Whatever. She, I think she said the last thing that my mum said to her was, "I love you," and that was it. So she's gone back to uni. She's feeling down because you know she went to go see mum and she's not in a good shape or whatever. So. Yeah, I remember I called her best friend. I was like, have you seen my sister? Have you heard from her? She was like, uh, um, I'm not too sure. Let me call other housemates to see whether she's um, you know, at home or whatever. They knocked on her door. She didn't answer. So it left me with no other choice than to basically call the accommodation, the residential life team, and be like, you know what? This is the situation. I'm begging you, please use this whatever spare key you guys have in your you know in your thing to basically go and go into her room and check if she's okay because I know she's there but she don't want to talk to anybody she yet so they've done that everything and somebody stayed with her whatever and then whilst we're here in London and um, the nurse said that they needed one of the family members to basically spend the night with my mum and then my auntie volunteered. Initially, I was going to do it, but I had uni. And my dad was like, no, 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 just go to uni. You know, you got uni in the morning or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, no worries. So, um, and I went to my auntie's house and went to go collect the clothes, whatever. Came back to the hospital now, just literally parking up. And my dad calls me and he's like, oh, um, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm parking up. I'll be there like maybe five, ten minutes. Okay. So fast forward to us trying to get into the ward now. Um, we came into the ward and actually the nurse, one of the nurses at the entrance was like, oh, are you here for Dorcas? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said, okay. And then me and my auntie just kept talking. But I just found it so weird because it's like, anytime when we come to this ward, you guys never ask us who we're here for. So it's like, what's going on? Do you get it? But obviously yeah. that wasn't even registering in my head. So... We now basically walked to the private room now where she was at. And then that's when my dad just came out of the room and was like, she didn't make it. So, I mean, at that point, I'm literally on the floor, screaming, shouting. Like, what do you mean she didn't make it? I don't get. And all the nurses were like, oh, Tracy, get up. Um, you're, um, you're disturbing other patients. I was like, get your hands off me. Where's my mum? I want to see her. Like, I'm not even trying to hear what you forgot to say. I want to see her. So, um, I remember I went into the room and I was just literally dragging my mum, like, wake up. You know, I was literally doing the most. Like, and my dad was just like, oh, Trace, it's okay. If you're doing this, what do you want me to do? Like, I was just in so much disbelief. Like, how did all of this happen? I don't get, and my dad was like, oh, you know, um, you need to call someone to come and, you know, to come and um, basically look after you or whatever. I didn't call anybody till about maybe half an hour later. And next minute, you know, my friends came through, they came to the hospital, you know, 
it was everything just happened so fast literally and then me trying to get my sister to come to London ASAP it was just it was just a lot honestly and I just remembered when my mum passed away that night there like there were so many aunties and uncles that just pulled up at the hospital that alone just made me even break down even more because I kid you not there was like probably about 30 people that came mm. that night it was crazy you know like obviously I'm 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 Benin and my parents are quite bait they're very known what people you, so it's what like you say my parents no honestly my parents are bait so you can just imagine like just one phone call alone yeah and look at how many people is just coming to the hospital it was crazy like it's, that it's... alone just seeing all the aunties running and the uncles coming that that alone just even made me break down even more. I was like, "Oh my days! Are you kidding me?" Because like, it's, it, are you it, kidding me? it's their it's their attention because everyone and it's like almost kind of makes you feel like, okay, this is kind of real now. And where like 100%. It, it, it's happening so fast, and everyone's coming. Oh yeah, oh poor you. It's like all, all eyes on you, and it's like you don't want that attention because you're trying to process what's going on. Like it, it's it's overwhelming. Like it's very overwhelming. I was literally. Listen, I was lying down, rolling on the floor. I was doing the most. I was doing the most. Like, I, I wasn't even trying to hear what anybody had to say at that point. So, at that point, I'm now waiting for my sister to come, like, just to come down to London quickly so that, you know, she'll be able to help me wash her body. Because, you know, they give you the option to basically wash her body before they're put into the um, body bag and stuff like that. So, excuse me. Um, I think that that night when we were trying to get her down to London, I think um, they'd missed the last train. So I was just like, you know what? Just get a cab. Just get a cab. I will pay. It's fine. Just get a cab. Literally. But what it pissed me off the most that night, obviously, because she she's having feelings that something's not right. And we haven't told her that my mum's passed away yet. We're trying to basically wait for her to come to London and then we'll break the news to you. But because news travels so fast, some idiot has already messaged her on Snapchat saying, RIP, do you get? This is the... So, uh, the it was just... This, this, is, the, this is the problem. Um, like, If somebody hasn't announced it themselves yet, you should not... You shouldn't be doing that. Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, this is going to sound mad to say, but I know why I'm saying it, yeah? And you guys probably understand what I'm saying a bit. Mm. I'm not dragging, I'm not dragging like Nigerians, yeah, but it's like sometimes we, we don't have no decorum. Yeah. Because you see, what, you see what it is, because the same thing kind of happened, similar happened with my mom when she passed, mm. like as soon as it was, the, it was the morning we got the news, everyone started flooding, 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 all you see on Facebook, RIP, my mom, RIP. Yeah, reposting pictures, and, and all of like, that stuff. But what if I didn't know, what if I didn't know she had passed away and I'm, and I'm going on Facebook or whatever and seeing that? But no one's thinking, exactly. and and to, in in fairness to them, to a degree, yeah, maybe because then they're just thinking, you know, the degree was hitting them. They don't they're not really thinking. Oh my gosh, maybe the children haven't seen it yet. They're not really mm. thinking. Everyone's thinking for themselves, in it. But you have gotta be mindful when you're, especially and let's be honest, the Benin community is small. It's, yeah, it's 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 small. Everyone you know knows everyone. So, every, so everyone probably knows, and it's like, and where everyone's coming, oh, like I just remember, like when. Just briefly, I don't, I don't want to make you go off your point, yeah. Like when mm-hmm. uh, my mom passed away, 
everyone started flooding to the house. I'm, one of my aunties was crying from the street, like, oh my days, don't tell me it's not true. Tell me. I'm just like, oh, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just there breaking, breaking down. I'm trying tears. to be strong. I'm and trying to be strong. Yeah, and everyone, and, and it's like, you know the theatrics in it, you know the theatrics in it, like, you know what I'm saying? So all that just comes out, and it's like, you, you know, in it, it's the same with Ghanaian, Ghanaian culture as well, in it, like, it's, it's, it's very animated, isn't it? It's like, everyone's just like, and I'm like, I'm trying to hold it together, I'm speaking. No, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just mad. Um, But yeah, sorry, so what, what were you saying? So that you got to the so, point where, um, of the hospital, and at this so, point, um, your sister didn't know. My sister didn't know, so she's still in Northampton trying to basically make her way to London. And yeah. someone has messaged her on Snapchat saying, oh, RFP to your mom, da 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 So I, I think she opened the snap and she was like, what's going on, da 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 So bear in mind, I'm still on the phone to her best friend. I was like, take that phone off her. Don't give it back to her till you reach London. Just tell her mom's fan. Just like, mom just wants to see you, da 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 whatever. Okay, cool now. So... After this, more than 30 people in the hospital at this point were all waiting for my sister to come down to London. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, it will probably take around maybe an hour, 30 minutes max for her to come. So I was just like, just I think the driver was like, uh um, he needs he needs half of the money first before he makes a trip. I was just like to her friend, listen, I will pay it's fine. Just just come down, do you get? Okay, so I think when Sorry to interrupt, Tracy, but is this your younger mm-hmm. sister or older sister? My younger sister, I'm the oldest. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, when they were now like five minutes away from the hospital, I came outside and I feel like when she saw a lot of people outside now, that's when she's now screaming like, no, something's wrong, something, mm. something doesn't make sense. Like, why is everybody here? But I don't think she was looking at everybody. I don't think she realised, okay, these people are here for my mum. So I was just like, to her, why are you crying? I had to wipe my tears because somehow I'm going to be the one to break it down to you that mom said, but I didn't know how to do it. So it's like when my, when she now arrived with her best friend, I just had to wipe my tears and just basically I like everything was fine. So she came out of the car, she's crying. And I was like, why are you crying? Like, mom just wants to see you. Like, why are you crying? It's okay. Like, let's go. Let's go upstairs. Okay. So go into the wood now. At this point, we're passing through all the aunts and uncles, and I'm just doing my hand like, Shh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Just keep a shot, basically. <laughs> so we got to the ward now, and obviously she didn't get the chance to basically wash my mum because they were saying how um, if we leave it too late, the body becomes stiff. Da, 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 so like, we need to do it. So it was, it was now me and my auntie, my mum's sister. I had had to end up washing her body and then putting it in the bag. So. I'm thankful that they were able to basically leave the bag there until, leave her there until my sister basically comes. So when my sister and I got to the ward, like, it's like her cry just triggered everybody she get. Even at a point, she banged me on my chest. She was like, mom's not dead, man. Tell her to wake up. I was Jesus. Obviously, I hadn't felt the bag till maybe I got him. <laughs> thinking, damn girl, how are you, you going to hit me? <laughs> she honestly honestly i was thinking nah she she really banged me she was like mom's not i was thinking girl hmm, i'm trying to process it myself do you get so i think that night i didn't sleep that night i got home i'm still crying you know whatever i made one or two couple phone calls um called my workplace everything whatever i couldn't sleep like 
all of my family came over to like spend the night with us and everything that night I just could not sleep I just know that I came back home and I was just holding my mum's big portrait of her in the living room I took me to bed I was just playing gospel music I just needed something to calm me down really and truly and it's like I'll sleep or maybe for like an hour or a bit and then I wake up again I'm like you know my mum's not here I'm and I'm you know crying again so you know like even I felt like the people that were even sleeping in the room because there was quite a lot of us in the room you know everyone's trying to sleep like it's been a very emotional draining night then the next morning phone calls upon phone calls visits upon visits I mean the visits didn't, didn't stop to about the time when my mom basically when we buried my mom literally honestly like I remember the next, I think that day when my mum and dad, we had to hold a family meeting, you know, and then they were just like, okay, so obviously, because my mum just has me and my sister, so my dad was like, okay, so we had to ask you, because obviously you're her children, like, what do you want to do? How do you want, do you, do you want a big funeral? Do you want a small funeral? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to bury her here? Do you want to bury her in Nigeria? Like, talk to us. So I was just like, it don't make sense taking my mum's body back to Nigeria because one, I want to be able to go to her graveside anytime I want. Yeah. Do you get? And me going to Nigeria all the time, I don't have the the the, the time to do that. Mm, that's that. You know what what you said there. I feel I feel like that whole process here was is good that you got the chance, as in your sister and yourself, got the chance to kind of decide what you want to do. Because more yeah. than often, sometimes in some cases, often like you don't have a say. People just assume because or they're the children, they don't really know how to handle these things. Like, But that's not the point, though. At the end of the day, it is us that is burying our mother, she get. Mm. So we should have the, we should have the, you know, the chance to say how we want the, the funeral to, to be held. Like, that's that's literally how I thought point, point my parents, because I feel like with my dad, my dad was like, if he if he would have had it his way, he would have loved for my mum to be buried um in his house in Nigeria. But obviously, he has to respect me and my sister's wish. If we want her buried here, then ain't nobody gonna tell us otherwise. She gets yeah. so literally that's that's what happened. So we've done it over here. Yeah, no, that that and it make it kind of makes sense anyway, because as she was here as well. Um and and you said before, because you wanna be able to go see her and whenever you want, that's another aspect as well, because I think that's important. Um and probably Ben can kind of relate relate as well, because his your mom was buried here as well, isn't it? And your, your dad, yeah. your dad was in, dad was in Ghana. Yeah, Ghana. Yeah. So like, but obviously for me, I didn't, I didn't have that luxury because they were just both there. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't even see a grave like that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I mean the only thing I've, I've seen it once that that was only because well not physically but also like a picture. That's only because I was um we wanted to like basically <laughs> fix fix it up and stuff. So, okay. But I mean, if it was, I don't know if I did have a say, but I just didn't, at the time I didn't really see, you know, um, or know what it would kind of what it would take to kind of like bring her body over here and oh, yeah. how the process really worked. yeah. At the time I wasn't I wasn't okay. thinking that that deep. But if if I had if I was thinking long long and hard about, it, I probably would have. It would have been nice if she was like buried here, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. lie, you know. Um, now I just have to like always go like. X amount of miles every well not every year but because it's not practical to go like every time I want to see her but the next time I see her mm. it's just about you know making sure that I mean 
Not that I can speak to her, but it would just, it would just be nice. Do you know what I mean? Um, that, and that's the thing. So it's good that you had that, you had those options to kind of like, because that I think that's important as well, especially for mm-hmm. in your journey of grief, because, you know, when, when everything's all said and done, you don't know how, how, it's, how you're going to navigate through life again and mm-hmm. what, you, what support you need, because it's, it's tough. But that, that whole feeling of a lot of people being there, especially like in the building community, trust me, man, it's, I, I had that as well. Everyone just coming to the house and, and don't get me wrong. Every it was, day. It was nice though, because at the time, obviously you're not, you're not really worrying about like the basic stuff, like what are you going to eat? People, yeah. people were bringing food. Bringing food, bringing nice. drinks, bringing money, you know, asking us, are you sure you, you guys don't need anything? Yada, yada, yada. I had what? family staying over for the longest. <laughs> Listen, but you know. Like, I, I, I don't think at a point I thought I was alone. Yeah. Like, but you know, on the flip side, yeah, like, it was nice that people were coming over, yeah. But there's some people that that just didn't, like, you, you know what it is sometimes, like, you just got, you know when to leave in, in, certain, in certain scenarios. But some people, yeah. you have to, we have to kind of tell them, look, yeah, I get you on your hair and paint your sweat, but oh, it's time for you to leave. It's like some people won't get in the picture. Like, I'm like, bro, okay. I mean? and, and like, it's crazy because there was a lot of people in my room even to the point where they flipping broke my window and the lock on my door I was very angry even when I noticed I was so angry so I was like listen I don't know how you're gonna fix this window and I don't know how you're gonna fix this door but I'm not paying for anything do you get but <laughs> at the end of the day it's all about accommodating you know oh, gosh yeah like it, it's, it's a lot because it's a lot I can't lie it was a lot I had to put up with a lot of things it was a lot well, yeah. I didn't think that's what that's why the family, right? So, like, um, like Ben, did you have that as well? Where like a lot of people come into the, come the house and just um, like staying for long. I think when I was at the hospital, I think a few came, but not too many because they didn't want too many people to come in because of uh, the hours that it was on. It, it, it was on a Sunday as well, so um, I went to my aunt's. On, on the day that it happened, because I couldn't stay home, which was quite similar to um, Schumer. Mm. So um, I went to my aunt in, in Kent, um, so I didn't know what, what was going on in her home. But I think people did come and visit the home from what my sisters told me. But, um, mm. Yeah, I, I think at the time, when it, when, when it does come to that, like, you get that they're here, they're, you know, but at the same time, they just don't know when to go, you know, if yeah. that makes sense. I don't think people should... Things do get worse, but you should also check on them when things are better. Mm, no, definitely. But you see, one thing that I had a problem with here is just, like, you see when people are coming to see you, yeah, and... You kind of want them to, you know, kind of want them to leave, but you don't know how do I say, mm. okay, like, can you get out, please? But it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? You're just thinking, like, I get you like here for me, you lot come see me, but right now, listen, just like, allow me. I want, I want to just chill by myself now, mm. like, but I, I didn't, I didn't have the courage to say that because I just thought, you know, I don't want to be rude. They're gonna be thinking like, who's this boy talking to? And you see what it is here. You see what it is, and I'm gonna just say, it. sometimes with Africans here, they just they they see everything as some things that disrespect. If I say, can you leave? Yes, me? yes. Not knowing, not taking into account, oh, you know, he's, he's grieving. He or she's grieving. They'll be like, oh, mm. you're being rude. I'm just like, like, auntie, uncle, respectfully, please. I'm not, it's not being mm. a, me or being rude, but 
they just they don't see it like that. They just think, now nah, we're here. Like we have a right to be here because we wanna we we knew your mum too. They don't they don't think about the children. You know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah, saying? like you have visitors coming from morning till night. So what time do you have to rest? Like make it make sense. Exactly. Like, but like you know what it is as well. Um, there's that period of because I think it's typical when you lose someone. There's a period of mourning, yeah. So literally, where you know you have where you literally you're processing things. That that period from the so be, between like the passing and the funeral, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything felt so up until the point that I I buried my mom. So like even though like prior to the funeral, I knew she was passing, but it it just it just it felt like a, a long dream. I just thought, nah, yeah, maybe there's gonna be some sort of like. I don't know, uh, announcement to say, you know what, we've got it wrong. Maybe something like, it just felt surreal. Like, and it's like, did you have that moment of, of like it feeling surreal or did you kind of, did it hit from the jump? Like when she passed away, like, yeah, she's, she's gone. Or was it I after? I felt like it hit me, it hit me when, on the day when we were actually putting her to rest because um, obviously they now transferred her to funeral, funeral directors or whatever. So, just the fact of me at least going to see it all the time at the funeral, um, funeral directors, I was happy with that. Even though she's not physically speaking to me, but I can see your face, I can hold you, I can do whatever I want to do with you over there. I mean, I was I was really happy with that at that point, do you get like the only thing that was different is that she's not her eyes ain't open and she's not speaking, she's she's gone, do you get? Mm. But just the fact that, you know. And the funeral, um, the funeral directors wasn't really far from us. It was just literally around the corner. So I, I used that chance, you know, I, I used that opportunity to make sure I go to see her as, as much as I can because I had it at the back of my mind that once we lay her to rest, I'm not going to see this race again. She's yet. I'm not going to mm. see you again. So that was like a closure for me, if that makes okay. sense. So, yeah. you know, me and my sister would go there or my, or my auntie, you know, and then... And even having the privilege to dress her up to her makeup, her hair, go go shopping to buy like a nice gown for her to wear for the, you know, for her final um day when I'm gonna put her to rest, all of that stuff. Yeah, it meant so much to me. Like I because I didn't I basically planned the funeral, me and my sister basically gone together, but I was like mainly the one that was ensuring everything was put in place. Do you get like in terms of um finding a venue, in terms of um, doing the um, what's this thing called? The booklet thing that they give you in the um, uh, so, service. Uh, I don't like item. Is it item? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was basically the one patterning everything mm. from the start to the finish. Yeah, I, I didn't give it to anyone to design it. I designed it myself. Yeah, you know, just anything to save cost at that time. Literally, you know, um, doing her makeup, her hair. You know, going out to find like a um, very nice dress for her you know all of that stuff her nails all of that stuff we patterned it and that alone meant everything to me it just meant a lot to me because I mean I did when my mom's going out anything usually my sister will be the one doing her makeup and maybe mm. I would just basically help her curl her hair or you know yeah, or yeah, tie yeah. her gele all of that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, trust me. so you know Take take, 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 one, two picture before she steps out. You know, yeah. <laughs> Literally, so nothing's changed. Like that's just. So I felt like everything just hit me that on the day of the actual funeral when you know 
it's now time for her to be laid to rest. And I don't know, that that point was just even more triggering for me, the fact that, you know, I'm not going to see this face again. Like, mm. and the aftermath of, like, even after the funeral, I was still angry. I was still upset. If I'm being honest with you, I was angry. I got, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was angry for a very long time. Like, it just took the grace of God for me to come out of that whole bubble that I was in at that point. So, yeah. We paid for the funeral director to embalm her body and, you know, make sure it looks realistic as possible and everything. Yeah. Um, and we didn't leave the, the whole funeral planning for too long. Like, I think four weeks after her death, we buried her as soon as possible. So... You know, that was enough time for us to do whatever we need to do. If family from Nigeria wanted to come down to, you know, pay their last respect, they could have do, done that. You mm. know, we, we made sure we were very realistic, very accommodating, you know, very, yeah. Like, I have this weird thing here. Like, it's weird. I can look at my mum's picture, but not on my phone. Mm. It's, I don't know. Okay. It's weird. Because I've, I've, got, I've got a picture of up on, like, my room and stuff. And that's, that's yeah. cool. I've got one in the living room. But on the phone, I don't know what it what it is. I can't look at. I actually it. have my mom's picture as my um screensaver. Like I don't. Yeah, like I, don't I, like know. I can't. Like I think. Like a wallpaper. I, I, yeah. I can't look at it. I don't know. It it gives me some. It it just makes me. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Different. I, I, different. I, I, mate. Say that again. Would you say it's a trigger point for you? Do you know what it is? You know it is, and I don't. I, and I don't know why because I can look at a picture, mm. like an actual an actual picture. But I can't look at her picture on on the phone. Like I don't know what it is. Like vi- I can't even begin to look at video. Videos will just nah. Like because there's one video I saw yeah, mm. like time ago, and yeah, that I think I, th- I think you're right. You know, I think that's my that's my trigger still. I love watching the videos and all of that stuff. Like even this iPad I'm using, my mom's iPad. That you know when she's always going parties, you know she takes this iPad with her, Swear take down. as many pictures. Take Listen, as many... that was that was like my mom. She, she had a, she had this one iPad everything and all, all now I think I don't know I think my sister had an iPad but yeah me I can't any of her gadgets yeah I, I can't do it I can't like my, my yeah. only thing my only thing that I'd hold on to is just her pictures because that's that's just my kind of sentiment but even sentimental value but because she was on um she was on Facebook and she was on Instagram mm. Instagram as well I actually came across Instagram like a couple months ago right yeah I, I just I was that a trick of you yeah, I was like, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, anything that my mom has, like even jewelries, because my mom has lots of gold, like gold jewelries. Or, yeah. I still wear some of them. Some of them, I'm, I'm like, okay, I can wear this one. You know, things that I know that gives me some sense of peace. I don't mind holding on to it, literally. I feel like with my mom, yeah, my mom basically she she'd come to the conclusion that she's gonna pass away. She get because even sometimes when I'll do things for her, and maybe if you don't get it right or something she's now start being fussy she's like oh uh, I'm not even gonna be here for too long da, 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 da. and when she talks like that that's when I start switching like why are you talking like that don't say that yeah yeah da, 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 da. like I don't like it when you say so I get angry and I walk off do you get and then I'm on the flip side of it I'm just like do you know what let me just come back because I didn't think you need me do you get like yeah what would I do you can't Honestly, like, I feel I, like I'm here to basically help you out. And yeah. the, the scariest thing about the whole situation was that she kept having dreams and revelations before she passed away. And I think the last one that she told me when I was in the hospital with her, she said that she had a dream, something to do with like basically my marriage. Yeah, like mm. making sure that I'm married to the right family. Da, 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 da. And 
I looked at her and I was like, why are you talking like that? You're going to be there when I get married anyway. Why are you talking like that? It was just weird. Like, nah, you're, having you're... so many revelations literally almost every day, as if something's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird because I, I feel like your, your mum just sounds similar to my mum in this, like, because I had a few moments here, yeah, a few cryptic moments where she would be like, no, one time, yeah, she told me, oh, you know what? Because I, I used to just order bare stuff on um ASOS, yeah. yeah. And she'd be like, listen, all okay. this stuff, all, listen, you're, you're, you're going to be in a man of the house soon, you know? All, all, all the stuff you're ordering, like, and I was thinking, like, what like, what you, like, I like, oh, man, And they'll drop that little sentence about, um, I'm not going to be here forever. I don't know if uh, your, your mum used to say that, yeah, but yeah. that, 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 it, um, but it, the, alone, yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't even that it. it wasn't even that because when she when she was sick like i i started to took a response where she'll get on to me and say oh you order all this stuff i'm like mom mm. did, did i use your money is it, your, did it what <laughs> i use like do you know what i'm saying like, i'm like oh stop getting on to me man it's not like, I'm, I'm, I, I contribute I, I pay for stuff do you know what i mean but yeah. i'm not thinking this is some sort of i'm just thinking yeah she's gonna be be here forever lad. i don't need to worry right. about and then yeah. it was one time yeah I wasn't here, but this was she said this to my sister. Um, oh, um, I've don't worry, I've made up my room for you. And my sister was mm-hmm. like, "What?" My sister, she said to my sister, "Don't don't worry, I've made up my room for you. Like, it's, you can go and go there whenever you want." And she was, my sister was like, oh, "Weird." Like, okay, what? Like, just like what? Like, like what? What do you mean? Like, sort of thing. And then I don't know. It's weird. So I, mm. I kind of thought, did she did she knew something was up? Did you know, like, you know what I mean? Or is it, is it just a typical mum thing where, like, I, I get the whole, like, okay, you're going to be, you're going to be contributing soon. Don't be spending all your money. I, that one's kind of normal, isn't it? I can, I can kind of, like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't um, make much of that, do you know what I'm trying to say? But when mm-hmm. she's telling me, oh, you don't worry, I've, I've left my room for you. I'm like, what, she, like what, what does this mean? Like, and I don't know, like, like, Ben, did you have any cryptic moments, like, with, with your mum? Uh, so, yeah, I've had weird days where um I would, I would probably see her Mercedes-Benz car so someone would be driving it and obviously I'll be going to work obviously see a silver Mercedes-Benz obviously she drove that car so I've mm-hmm. had days like that kind of weird it's weird and even on, on on even when I'm going home as well I'll definitely yeah. get on the road even though I know that um coming yeah, like it's just, it's just it's just weird, but it's like but I don't know, but I feel like yeah, that was who knows who knows if that was a something of where we you know it was a sign, but it's I don't think at at that time because you're just you're not really you don't really thinking that you just think they're gonna be here for a time. Maybe what what are you on about? Just yeah, why are you kind of getting on to me and saying this in it? But it's just I don't know. That's literally my thought. My thoughts exactly as well because there will be times when I'm like, uh oh, um, you know, we'll be talking about you know. When I'm when I'm gonna get married and mm. have my kids, da, 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 da. and my mom will be like, "Oh, ideally, I would expect you to have your child by 26." I'm 26 now, and I'm nowhere near ready to have a child. <laughs> you get, you get, like even I was even like planning baby shower. Like my mom's like, "Oh, I've never been to a baby shower." I'm like, "Yeah, don't worry. When I get pregnant and when I'm gonna have my baby, you're gonna be there with me every step of the way. All of that kind of stuff there." So it's like now she's not here. Who am I gonna experience that with? Yeah. yeah. But just one last thing. Obviously, we're all. I'm assuming. Well, I don't want to assume, but I guess judging by throughout our conversation, you're you're, you're a woman of faith, in it. Like so, like in terms of of that, did that kind of um affect your faith, or was it just like because you said you was angry, angry at God, in it? But yeah, hundred like, percent. Temp- was that temporarily, or was or was that just a thing that shaped how you um shaped your faith, basically? It was temporary. I was very angry at, at that point. I think I was just thinking, 
I don't understand. This is someone that goes to church all the time. This is somebody that is a regular tithe player. I was just thinking about so many things. So I was mm. thinking, God, how did you let this happen? And then I felt like as the days went by, weeks went by, months went by, I was just thinking, you know what? The good die young. Unfortunately, like that's the start. That's the saddest part of the whole situation. And if there's anything that I picked up during the time when my mum passed away at that time, because I remember when I was getting a lot of visitors, they were telling me, oh, you're now the mummy now of the house. Da, 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 da. I never understood it. Mm. They were like, you're now the mummy now, you're now the wife. Da, 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 da. I was thinking, huh? What are you talking about? Okay. So <laughs> everything now kicked in here when I had so much responsibilities that I didn't even think I was going to take, you know, I was going to have to deal with, do you get? Mm. in terms of you know paying the rent paying the, the bills all of that like it was just a lot and I was just like I can't do this or I can't I can't I can't I can't like in the beginning I was struggling I was like I can't do this I just it's it's too much I was dealing with it mentally I was dealing with it physically you know I mean thank god for the friends that I have that you know checked up on me regularly I even had some like one of a, a few cousins of mine that refer me to a therapist and all of that stuff um yeah I mean I was, I was still going to church even though I was angry I, I was angry I was still going to church and one time my pastor just said find something to do in the house of God and I was like okay mm. and at first I was thinking mm, I don't know about you know working in the house of God da, da, da. I, was, I was feeling a bit reluctant because my body physically I'm there but my mind's not there yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. so I was just thinking no I, I when your mind's not there, you, so you, you, you might not, why as well not be there? Because you're, you know what I'm saying? Literally. So I remember this one time when I went for counselling to see my pastor and he just sat me down and talking about grief and talking about the reward. And he was just like, you know, what? you're God's confident child. You know, like God will not give you, God will not um, give you like a battle that he, he didn't, God will not give you something he didn't equip you to carry, basically. Like, he will never give you something that he, he knows is, is too hard for you to basically do, do you get? So I was just like, you know what? Okay. I mean, my dad persuaded me, so I was like, just go and find something to do in the church, like, honestly. So I think after the first year, no, no, you know, after like a couple of months, after my mum passed away and I started working in the church until they till now I'm still working in the church and to be honest I love it it's made me more closer to squads like even during lockdown I still go into church you know because I'm part of the media team so you know mm. seeing what I've seeing what I've got to do it's a lot but yeah I mean I made it happen anyway so yeah no, bless up to the support around you man no but Tracy it's, it's been good having you man I, you know it's, I always yeah, feel like guys like us talking to young other young people going through grief it's not always um i think it needs to happen more in it obviously if people are comfortable and open to because we go like like we've had this conversation that we're all probably there's so much similarities already you know what i'm trying to say so like obviously mm. it, it doesn't it doesn't change things but it's, it's good to know that there are people around you who are kind of relate to what what you're going through and I, and I think that's the important thing so it's about not being isolated you know because sometimes it's hard man but um, other than that, where can people find you? Do you want anything you want to plug in terms of you? Anything you're doing, starting as we um as we wrap up soon? 
Um, so I don't know if I said this earlier on, but I am a mortgage and protection specialist. So I deal with okay. like life insurance, income protection, fixed rate, etc. Mortgage. So if you want me to help you with that, I'm more than happy. Yeah, more than happy to see that um for you. But you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, it's underscore trace with TEs at the end. So yeah. So under under so underscore Tracy. No, it's underscore so I T S underscore T R A C double E. Like your story is actually like I actually rate it because again, there's so much you have to go through when dealing with this and dealing with it for like for like it being so real, it being your first experience of grief in a sense where it's someone like that's as close as it gets. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, and you even just go into like doing the whole um preparing the body, this and that, and taking pictures and. Of course, everyone's different. Everyone, everyone's closure is different. You know, like I said before, that for everyone me. Everyone has yeah. a breaking point. But um, Ben, any any lasting words before we wrap up? Uh, everything as we said. Yeah, but um, Tracy, it's been a pleasure. Um, if you want to like keep in touch with us as well, you can follow us and everyone listening. You can follow us on Thinking Out Loud Pod underscore. But let me say it slowly. That's Thinking Out Loud Pod underscore. Um, or on our socials mm-hmm. um, at Instagram at main thoughts. No, sorry. No, main underscore thoughts. And uh, where, can they, where can they find you as well, Ben? Yeah, so Ben Aqua underscore on Instagram. It's, it's like we're all, um, forgetting our, we're all forgetting our socials also, today, man. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's also got um, uh, a YouTube channel as well, so obviously yeah, yes. YouTube. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we're gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna be on. Well, we're on YouTube. Not we're gonna be. We're gonna be on YouTube. The link's gonna be in this, in this episode notes. So hit the, click the, uh, click the link. Subscribe as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I, I am bugging today. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, what else are we on? Um, well, that's the main ones for now. Uh, what else? What else have we got to say? I think that's about it. I would say that when it comes to grief, you're not alone. A lot of people have been there. A lot of people experienced it. Um, I'll just say, what would I say? It's going to be okay. Like, that's what I would say. It's going to be all right. Yeah, that's it really. Well, it's definitely. And well, that's it. You heard the advice. Um, but I, I agree with everything. That it's going it's to be okay. And I think sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't often. Well. It's hard to kind of realize that when you're in it, there's so many thoughts, but it's going to be okay. Um, have faith in, in the process and the journey. And most of all, just mm-hmm. having, having faith in God. <laughs>